Welcome to episode 33 of Duval Radio, and today we are doing a mock draft. Um, I will be going live on draft night, by the way, on uh, Instagram, Duval Radio, and I'll maybe find a way to put it on Anchor, I'm not sure. Uh, but I will, you know, I have uh, player bios written for every single player that's expected to go in the first round. I have about 50 players. Um, for some positions, I only have three, like tight end and running back. Other positions, like offensive linemen, I have player bios uh, from players from Sewell to Jalen Mayfield. So, you know, 10 players. I have my ranks. Uh, so uh, on draft night, I'll kind of, you know, be live going over the picks and such. Uh, but for now, I'm going to use my ranks that I've made for the draft as well as team needs and kind of do a mock draft for each team, including uh, the two picks the Jaguars have in the first round as well. And by doing this, maybe we'll be able to figure out who the Jaguars will take at 25. This is, of course, my opinion, uh, and we'll go with that. So, yeah, like I said, I have um, I have all the positions ranked here written down. I have player bios um, and I think we'll go for that. I'm doing it on PFF's Mock Draft Simulator. So it has um, all of the picks in the cri- uh, correct order as well as um, all the team needs. And I'm kind of just doing it here to make it a little bit easier, but I'm using my ranking. So let's start off with the number one overall pick, Jacksonville Jaguars. This one is going to be pretty simple. I'm going Trevor Lawrence. He's 6'6", 220. He's a junior. He's a once-in-a-generation type quarterback. He has incredible awareness um, for a guy of his stature. He spreads the ball nicely to all of his receivers. Um, he's been the number one player in football since his freshman year in high school. He's been, I mean, we've seen people say, uh, we saw that guy say Trevor Lawrence is going to Jacksonville, the first overall pick. He said that back in 2017. So this isn't a guy that just happened to be uh, that pick like Kyler Murray or Baker Mayfield. He's meant to be this. He is accurate under pressure, um, which is another big thing as well, uh, especially if our offensive line isn't the greatest. He's quick with his timing. He is also mobile if he needs to be. Um, he can run fairly decently, um, but he does overthrow receivers sometimes, um, and that's one of the knocks on his game, and it also depends on the coaching staff. Uh his NFL comparison for me, I'm saying Andrew Luck mostly because Andrew Luck was the biggest thing coming out of college. But how Trevor Lawrence can play might even be more of like a Mahomes, um, Dak Prescott maybe, but I'm going with Andrew Luck. So Trevor Lawrence will be drafted by the Jacksonville Jaguars. So second pick is owned by the New York Jets. Their biggest needs are quarterback, guard, edge, and corner, but Really, you have to take number two here, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson's my second-best quarterback, and he's probably the next-best player available. Um, Specifically, if your team needs, you'd be reaching too far to go anywhere else. Um, So Zach Wilson is going to be uh, the pick here. He is 6'2". He's also 210 pounds. He was a junior. He plays for BYU. He's a smart quarterback. He's a patient quarterback. He finds a way to get out of the pocket and buy time. He also spreads the ball nicely. He has a good sense for the rush. Um, He also trusts his receivers and puts the ball up and gets it in places. His eyes are pretty nice. He can, you know, see where he wants to go, go through his progressions. He can get out of the pocket if he has to. Um, The knocks on him, though, is that he does have injury history. 
the ankle, and um, he is a back foot thrower every now and then. My NFL comparison would be Baker Mayfield here. So I have Zach Wilson going number two to the Jets. Next up is the San Francisco 49ers. They traded up to get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. But that's not their only need. They also need tight end. They also need corner. They also need safety. Um, They could maybe use wide receiver as well. Uh, Of course, they got this pick from Miami, who got it from Houston. Um, So for me, you're either looking at a quarterback, which would be Fields Jones or uh, Lance, or you're looking at a tight end, which would be Kyle Pitts. So to me, this pick is between Justin Fields and Kyle Pitts. Justin Fields is my number three uh, quarterback, not Trey Lance or Mac Jones. It's it's Justin Fields. So this one's going to be tough in real time. Do you get rid of Garoppolo and go with Justin Fields, or do you go and take Kyle Pitts, who can uh, be alongside Kittle and play a lot of uh, wide receiver? Uh, but to me, I think you you go Justin Fields here. Uh, Justin Fields is 6'3". He's an Ohio State quarterback. He's a great athlete. He's tough. His size is nice. He throws the ball with a lot of power. He reads very nicely. He does need better pocket mobility. Sometimes he waits too long. But he's basically Dak Prescott. If you were to replace Dak or uh, Jimmy Garoppolo with Dak Prescott, I think this is a better team. Um, but obviously you could go Pitts here, but I'm going with Justin Fields. So that's three straight quarterbacks off of the board already. Number four is Atlanta Falcons. Their biggest needs are edge, corner, and safety. Um, so looking at the edge, edge rankings that I have here, um, the best one for me is probably Quiddy Pay, um, potentially Jalen Phillips. But like I said, we also need corner here. So could you go? Um, could you go with uh, Sertain? That's always an option. And safety, Trevon Morig. I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name. I, I don't. I'm not, I don't know if it is or if it's not. Um, but yeah, do you go this? I don't think you hit safety here. Your biggest need is either edge or corner. And to me, it's between Sertain. And it's between uh, Quiddy Pay. And it's really, it's kind of tough. But I I think when it all all comes down to to draft night, I think they're going to look and say, Sertain is a really good player. He's an Alabama corner. So I have them picking Sertain. Uh, Patrick Sertain, he's Alabama. He's an instant Pro Bowl caliber player. He's 6'2". He's physical. His technique is great. He can run crazy, uh, well not, uh, not run crazy routes. He can run the routes that the receivers are going to run, and he has the game knowledge. He also can locate the ball. He has really good feet. The only thing bad about him is that he gets penalties. Like I said, you won't find a better combination. I've got him going to uh, the Falcons at number four. I know they can go for a quarterback, but I've got Sertain going to the Falcons at number four with my official mock draft pick next up is the Cincinnati Bengals now there's a lot of talk going around Jamar Chase to the Bengals but there's also a lot of talk going around that we need to protect Joe Burrow and by we I mean Bengals fan I'm of course the Jaguars fan this one I uh, it's hard to not pick Sowell here it's really hard not to and I think when push comes to shove, they need to protect Burrow rather than get him another target. So I am picking Sowell to go 
to the Bengals. He's actually most drafted by the Bengals in the uh, what else it is uh, in this PFF. He's also only 19 years old. Uh, but Sewell is my number one offensive lineman. Is not Slater. He's 6'6", 325. He's an instant starter. He's a rare kind of athlete. He's 20 years old. He's vocal. He has a gifted body. He is athletic. His feet are incredible for an offensive lineman. His hands, he's active with his hands to avoid penalties. But he does have the average body type. But then again, he's 6'6". So, I mean, this guy is incredible. And I would love for the Jaguars to get him. But obviously, the Jaguars don't have that pick. So... I've got Sewell going to the Bengals at number five. That then leads us to the uh, Dolphins. Now, Kyle Pitts is still on the board. So is Jamar Chase. But the Dolphins, they don't need that. The Dolphins need offensive and defensive line. Whether that's a tackle, a guard, defensive lineman, an edge, they need it. When you look at the best players on the board here, it is easy for me to say this, and I'm going with Rashawn Slater. He's the second best offensive lineman. He is most drafted actually by the uh, Giants here. But Slater is 6'4", 304 pounds. Once again, he's one of those players who's going to be an instant starter once he comes in the league. He is a guy that can play both sides, whether that's uh, left tackle or right tackle. He has great frame. Um, his balance and strength are nice. His hands are good. Um he has a stiff block, so to say. Um, he also has a lot of upper body power, but he is has he does have a small arm length, and his hands are too high, often. Uh, but that's that's my um, sort of Rashawn Slater uh, bio there. And you know, I think it's a little bit of a reach, maybe. But when you look at this, it's the right pick. Doesn't mean they're gonna go for it. If they see Kyle Pitts on the board, they might go Kyle Pitts. They might go Jamar Chase. It is very very possible but I just think in terms of team needs Rashawn Slater is the biggest they need to tackle the most and I think they go with Rashawn Slater that then leads us to the number seven pick which would be the Detroit Lions the Detroit Lions pretty much in everything they need a receiver they lost Galladay and Marvin Jones to the Jaguars um, they need an edge they need a linebacker they need a corner they need a safety so to me this is where Jamar Chase goes he does not stop here uh, or he does not continue going after this. Jamar Chase would be a great replacement uh, for these guys. So I've got Jamar Chase going to the Lions at the seventh overall pick. Jamar Chase is six foot zero. He's two hundred one pounds. He is a rookie of the year caliber player. He is built. He is smooth. He has a quick catch. His body positioning is great, but he does need to improve his routes. His NFL comparison is Tory Holt. So. That leads us to the Panthers with the eighth pick overall. Um, the Panthers, ooh, they're tough. PFF lists that they need a quarterback, but they do have Darnold and Bridgewater. I don't think they draft a quarterback here. Their next biggest needs are wide receiver, tight end, and corner. And this is where Kyle Pitts stops trending down. And Kyle Pitts will go at number eight to the Panthers to become an offensive weapon with Sam Darnold, with Christian McCaffrey. So I have got Kyle Pitts going to the Panthers. He also plays a bit of wide receiver, so that's that's that. He's six foot six, two hundred and forty pounds, instant starter, 
plays wide receiver sometimes. He's a burst type of athlete. He has uh, every every matchup will be hard for people. Um, and Darren Waller is his NFL comparison. So Kyle Pitts at number eight. That then leads us to the Bronky Donkeys. They need a quarterback pretty badly. They also need a tackle pretty badly. And they need a linebacker pretty badly. Um, on the board, we do have Micah Parsons. We do have Trey Lance. We do have Mac Jones. Um, like I said, offensive line is still an option here. We do have Darisol, um, who could definitely go here. But I think this is where the Broncos take a they take a chance, and they're gonna go for Trey Lance. They're gonna go for Trey Lance out of North Dakota State, and replace Drew Lock because he didn't work. They're going to get another smaller school quarterback. Uh, Trey Lance is my fourth best quarterback off the board. He is 6'4", 224 pounds. He has a really good IQ um, for quarterback. His feet are bouncy. He has good reads. Uh, He also throws away from coverage, uh, which is good. Um, He's very good at the touch throws. Uh, He has above average speed as well. He is young and inexperienced. That's his only issue. He's 20 years old. He's not exactly the most decisive quarterback. Um, he's more of like a Marcus Mariota, Josh Allen type of player. And so I think the Broncos go for him at number nine. That then leads us to the Cowboys, who are known for taking offensive linemen early, but they don't take an offensive lineman this year. Their biggest needs tight end, but Kyle Pitts is gone, and they, they're they not going to go and stretch for Pat Fryermew here at all. That then leads you to edge, corner, safety, which is defense, of course. Um, looking at edge, we have Quiddy Pay available. We have Jalen Phillips available. We have uh, the Oa guy, whatever his name is. Um, Owosu, Kar- no, not him. It's Jason Omoa. Jason Owa. I don't know how to pronounce his name, okay? But we do have Quiddy Pay here um, as the edge guy. Jalen Phillips also on the board. But I. I really don't think you go either one of those here. Uh, you don't really need... They do need edge, but I, I just don't think the options are there. Um, you do need corner. So when you look at corner, you're looking at certain, um, but certain's already gone. Um, you could always look at J.C. Horn here um, as an option. Uh, I don't even see J.C. Horn on here. Where is J.C. Horn on here? J.C., where are you? I don't see him on this list. He should be on this list. It's my rankings, but whatever. Uh, J.C. Horn is not on here for some reason. Oh, there he is. Um, he's there at number 14. So J.C. Horn is also a good option. Um, and then you're also looking at safety, which you can go with Morig here. But to me, I, I think there is a very real possibility that they go for... Micah Parsons, because Micah Parsons is now dropped. But I do think, I I don't know, if they go Parsons, they have to switch him a little bit. So I just think they go J.C. Horn here. He's actually most drafted by the Cowboys. So they, they do stretch for J.C. Horn by about four picks. But, I mean, that's just how it works in the draft. You never know. Um, so I, I pick the Cowboys going to J.C. Horn. By the way, my mock draft has been completely different besides the first two picks than a lot of other mock drafts out there. So we'll see how this one turns out. Uh, pick number 11 is the New York Giants. They need offensive line. They also need an edge. Um, so Parsons will drop here. To me, this one is 
I want to say... I want to say they could even go Barmore here. But they don't need Barmore. I would say... it's Once again, they, they're going to see Parsons there, but I just don't think... I think Darisaw is the perfect pick here. Darisaw is the next best offensive lineman uh, on my rankings. Uh, Christian Darisaw is from Virginia Tech. He's 6'4", 314 pounds. He should be a starter. He's a left tackle. He has great body control, great quickness, strong hands, athletic feet. He hardly gets penalties, but he can be lazy and he loses technique every now and then. But I do think he... He had the second highest grade season from a power five tackle in 2020. Uh, he's a guy that's trending up the draft board. Uh, most drafted by Giants is not even in the top three here. So I'm going with kind of a sleeper pick here. I think the Giants go Christian Darisol at 11. Uh, which then leads us to the Eagles. They got this pick from San Francisco. Um, and guess what? Jalen Waddle's still there. Devonta Smith is still there. We still have four Alabama players here. But the Eagles' biggest need, a lot of people were saying quarterback, but I don't think you replace Hurts uh, with Mac Jones here or any other quarterback. So you can throw that out the window. Receiver? Receiver is very intriguing because you do have Jalen Waddle, You do have Devonta Smith still there. Um, you do have Rashad Bateman, but I don't think that's in the question here. Uh, and I have Waddle ahead of Devonta Smith. But then they're also, they need linebacker so here here's the interesting part this is the big question do they get offense and go Jalen Waddle he's the best offensive player left or do they go for the guy who has slipped in Marka or Micah Parsons it's really tough it, I mean because I don't know how I don't know how to say it but I I think Jalen Waddle's the pick here he's an Alabama receiver so I'm going to go Jalen Waddle here. He's 5'10". He's a speed receiver. He's 180 pounds. He's agile. He's a deep ball threat, which is really good. He does have ankle injuries. Um, and he does make body catches sometimes. But I have his NFL comparison as Tyreek Hill. To me, this is between Jalen Waddle and Micah Parsons become draft night. But I'm going Jalen Waddle for the Cowboys at number 12. Which means Micah Parsons will continue to drop because the Chargers... They don't need Micah Parsons. They don't need him. Micah Parsons is dropping quick. And I don't know if that's going to happen come draft night. I'm, I'm sure I get something wrong here. You know, maybe the Broncos go Parsons instead of Trey Lance. It's always an option. You know, maybe the Lions... Well, no, I don't think the Lions would. But, I mean, yeah, maybe the Eagles go Parsons instead of Waddle. I don't know. Uh, Chargers, they need offensive line, and they need corner. Um, looking at the best options available at corner, you're probably looking at... Uh, I don't know. Maybe Greg Newsom here. I don't even have Greg Newsom in my uh, top five. Uh, oh, yeah, I do. Greg Newsom is... Uh, no, I don't have Greg Newsom in my top five. Next best would be Caleb Farley who they don't even have right here. They have him a little bit further down. They have him one one rank less. Um, so Farley's an option here. Uh, but I do think you go offensive line here. Uh, so let's go ahead and filter it by offensive line. Uh, or interior offensive line. Yeah. So 
in my rankings, I have who's my best offensive lineman? Swell's gone, Slater's gone, Darius's gone. So a lot. Uh, Vera Tucker is my next best offensive lineman. So I I I think the Chargers go Vera Tucker here. He's from USC. I think that's a good pick for them. So we're gonna go Vera Tucker. Uh, he's six five, three hundred eight. He's a starter. Should be at least. Um, he has a wide frame. He's athletic. He can play uh, tackle. Hands are strong. He's a pass blocker, but he's a good run blocker, which is exactly what the Chargers need. So I've got Vera Tucker going. I'm picking a lot of things that are not exactly in the order that they maybe should be. Like Mac Jones is still on the board. Uh, Barmore is still on the board. But if you look in terms of ADP, I mean, I'm really not that far off. A lot of these guys are still in the 20s, uh, except Parsons and Devonta Smith. They have both fell. Which then leads us to the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Vikings need a tackle, they need a guard, they need an edge. Oh man, oh man, oh man. Do we go Tevin Jenkins here? He's my uh, next best um, offensive lineman. So do we go Do we go Tevin Jenkins uh, at all? Maybe. Um, his ADP is 36. Um, so that's always an option. They do need an edge. If we look at the edge real quick. Um, in my rankings, the next best... The Quiddy Pay is still on the board. Uh, I think I like Quiddy Pay here. So let's go Quiddy. Yeah, Viking is actually number two for that. So yeah, let's let's go Quiddy Pay. Quiddy Pay is an edge from Michigan. Emmanuel Ogba is my NFL comparison. He's explosive. He's quick. He's powerful. He's a pursuit edge. Um, he has good change of direction. Uh, but sometimes he's choppy, and he is still a raw player. He's got to put it all together. But I got the Vikings taking Quiddy Pay, which means Micah Parsons is still on the board, guys. He's still on the board. Can you believe it? Uh, I, I can believe it, but also I can't. I don't, I don't know. It's kind of weird. But, I mean, it's just not a lot of people need linebackers. So Patriots are next. They need a quarterback. They need a wide receiver. They need a corner. There is a lot of talk about the Patriots trading up, but Mac Jones is still available. So I got Mac Jones going to the Patriots. I think it's a fairly obvious pick. They could also go to Bonta Smith, but I, I think they will go with uh, Mac Jones. They don't really have a quarterback. So, and he's a Bama quarterback. Who knows? He, my comparison is Kirk Cousins. Uh, he's confident. He's smart. He's a system quarterback, though, but he's also a pretty solid quarterback. So I got Mac Jones going. Which is then to the Cardinals at the 16th pick. They need tight end. They need defensive line. They need corner. And I think this is where Barmore goes. Yeah, I think this is where Barmore goes. I'm going Barmore here. He fits the team need. He's a defensive tackle. He's an Alabama defensive tackle. He's powerful. He's explosive. He darts into gaps, which is important. He's he's a good defender on Alabama, which is important, but he does have missed tackles every now and then. But we're going uh, Christian uh, Barmore here at the 15th, uh, 15th rank, 16th pick for Barmore. Uh, Raiders are next up. They is their first pick of the draft. Um, they need a tackle. They, they need offensive line, but they also need corner, and they need safety. Um, 
So looking here, hmm. I don't know if you go and pick another offensive lineman. This is a pretty offensive lineman heavy draft. We already did. We have Tevin Jenkins go yet? No, we didn't have Tevin uh, Tevin Jenkins go. Um, hmm. I think we go Tevin Jenkins here for the Raiders. Get some more help. He's third most on the pick list. Tevin Jenkins, my fifth ranked offensive lineman. He's from Oklahoma State. He's 6'5", 3'10", offensive tackle. He's a starter. He's an NFL frame. He has good power, good body control. Um, he does have short arms, and he's not as good on the running block. But we're going to go Tevin Jenkins at the 18, uh, 17th pick. So, by the way, we have, one, we have five offensive linemen in the first 17 picks. So, how about that? Next up is the Dolphins, who already picked... Uh, Rashawn Slater and this ladies and gentlemen is where Micah Parsons goes he slips his average ADP is 13 he slips to 18 he's going to get taken by the Dolphins here because the Dolphins they need defensive line they need edge but I think for a team that just needs defense overall like in terms of uh, skill players I think you have to go Parsons here. He's the best player left on the board. He's been the best player left on the board. Um, he has elite range, elite foot quickness. His size and strength is good. He's a wrap-up kind of tackler. He's a blitz kind of tackler, but he does have stiff hands. I think Micah Parsons goes to the Dolphins, not exactly because that's what they need, but because he's still there. He could very well go to the Washington football team at the next pick because they do need a uh, linebacker. Uh, but Washington is next up on the board. This one's tough for me because Kyle Trask and Davis Mills and Kellen Mond are all still here. And who is the Washington quarterback for next year? Not, not, who knows? But they need wide receiver. And guess who's still on the board? Devonta Smith. Devonta Smith is going to the Washington football team. That's pick number 19. Pick number 20 is the Cleveland, or not Cleveland Browns, the Chicago Bears. Uh, their biggest needs are quarterback, wide receiver, tackle, guard, and corner. And with already five tackles off the board, I feel like you might be stretching um, to continue going for offensive line here, um, especially since the next eight, the best ADP here is 42. So I think you sh you probably stretch going on offensive line here. Uh, but they do need wide receiver. And the wide receiver options are still good. Rashad Bateman is still here. Uh, Rondale Moore is still here, as well as uh, Elijah Moore. Um, and then, but you could also go corner. And Greg Newsom's still on the board. Caleb Farley is still on the board. So to me, it's probably between Farley and Bateman. And I, I think they probably go Bateman here. So I'm going to pick Bateman to the Bears. He's actually the most, the Bateman's Bears, the number one connection. So I am going Bateman to the Bears at number 20, which then leads, oh, we've had a couple of receivers now, back-to-back -back receivers. How about that? Um, that leads us to the number 20 win overall pick, which would be the Indiana, Indianapolis Colts. They need wide receiver. They need tight end. They need edge. And here we go. Three straight wide receivers, possibly. 
Maybe. Do they go with more here? We look at edge. They do need edge. Um, OO is still there, or O is still there, however you pronounce it. They need tackle as well. It's really, I don't know. Maybe maybe they go for something they don't need. Maybe they go for Morigiri because he's still there. Maybe they go for Awosu because he's still there. It's, hmm. I think they go with Jason, Jason Owa. His ADP is 32. His rank is 23. It's a position they need. So I'm going to go Jason Owa from Penn State. If you want to know who that is, my bio on him is he's. I actually have a Phillips as the better, the better guy here, um, but I, I think, I think Oa fits better on that team because uh, he has an NFL build. He's explosive. He's a defender or explosive edge defender, and he puts a lot of effort in the weight room. And he's still raw, which is important. We then have the Tennessee Titans. Nobody likes the Tennessee Titans here, uh, but they do have a needs for offensive line, a corner, and wide receiver. And... Ooh. Offensive line, maybe? I don't know. I feel like you're stretching too much. We've already had a lot of offensive linemen go. But, I mean, looking at the wide receivers, I, I I think they go wide receiver here. They've pretty much always struggled with wide receivers. Bateman's gone. Rondo Moore is still there. Elijah Moore is still there. You know, which one's going to get picked? I'm not sure. But I think Rondale Moore is a little bit better. Um, he's Purdue. He's 5'7", 181. He's small, but he's fast. He's a top speed kind of guy. He's got short arms. He's Tyler Lockett-esque. So I think Rondale Moore goes to Tennessee Titans. Um, then we look at the Jets. The Jets have the pick again from Seattle. This is from, uh, what's his name? The safety, Jamal Adams. They need quarterback, but we, they already got that with Zach Wilson earlier in the draft. They need guard, they need edge, and they need cornerback. Uh, so this is where Greg Newsom goes. Greg Newsom's going to go to the Jets here. That's actually the most popular pick. Uh, so Newsom to the Jets at 23. Newsom, of course... Is from uh, uh, Northwestern. He's a pretty good guy. Six one one ninety. He has good ratings. So I don't I don't know too much about uh, Greg Newsom. I do know the name though. And I think that'll be a good pick uh, for the Jets, which then leads us up to the Steelers, who need quarterback, they need tackle, they need guard, and when you look at the quarterback options, maybe Trask, maybe Mills, maybe Kellen Mond, and then you're like, eh, probably not. This is, I think, even though it's going to be out of order, you know, so to say, uh, like another stretch, I think you go for Walker Little here uh, to Pittsburgh at the 24th pick. Which then leads you to the Jaguars. Jaguars need quarterback where they are. I got with Trevor Lawrence. They need tight end. Pat Fryermuth is an option here. 23% to the Jaguars. They need tackle, but the tackle has already been overly picked. And then they need safety, which uh, obviously Trayvon Moerig is here. And I think that's that's where he goes. If he's not picked by the Raiders, which I picked Trevon Jenkins, 
it's going to be the Jaguars that Trayvon's going to go to, um, which is really good for us. Uh, Trayvon is from TCU. He's 6'1". Uh, he's 20 years old, or 202 pounds, sorry. Um, he will be a starter for the team. He plays like Justin Simmons, which is funny because we were actually hoping to get Justin Simmons in free agency. He's got good size, good speed. He's smooth. Uh, he's often the deep safety. He strikes with the force, and he takes the bait sometimes, which is not the greatest. But he's also the best safety in the draft. So Trayvon Murray is going to be the pick at 25. As we get close, we're up to the 26th pick now. The Cleveland Brownies. The Cleveland Brownies here. Hmm. They need defensive line. Yes, they do. Jalen Phillips, is he still there? Is he still on the board for this team? No. Jalen Phillips went somewhere else. I don't remember where we put him. But he did go somewhere else. Or no, is, was he the edge? Oh, you know, Jalen Phillips is still here. He's 35. Um, so he could go uh, there. He's on the list for the Browns. We could also go for defensive line, but I think you're stretching on that. Um, and then, of course, linebacker, which your best one there would be Owosu Karamoa. So to me, it's between Jalen Phillips and Owosu. And I think the better pick here would be Owosu. So we're going to go with Owosu. Um, Karamoa is from Notre Dame. He plays like Derwin James because he's, kind of he's kind of like a safety as well. Um, He's kind of a rare player. He challenges the outside. He's a high-impact player. He's a good blitzer, um, but he is like a safety linebacker, so to say. And he, wo he won the Buckus Award for the nation's best linebacker. So I think that's a good pick to get a, a Wosu Koamoa at the 26th pick, which is then leading us to the Ravens pick at 27. The Ravens need wide receiver. They need a tackle. They need edge. This one is between Ojwari or Elijah Moore, and I've got Elijah Moore going. He's the he's the best receiver uh, left. So five receivers was that? Yeah, five receivers in the first round already. And the next two teams need receiver. Right, the Saints they need a receiver. They need a linebacker and they need a corner. And. I want to say Nick Bolton's a good pick here, but I think it's a stretch. Caleb Farley is going to be my pick here. His ADP is 26. He's from Virginia Tech. He is my, I believe, third best corner. Yeah, he's my third best corner in Virginia Tech. He's six foot one, 207. He's a big and long player, and he is a pain to wide receivers. He has speed. He has good ball skills, but he does need more coaching, and who's better coach than Sean Payton? So... Caleb Farley to the Saints at 28, which then leads us to the Packers. Will the Packers finally give Aaron Rodgers some help? Will they? Will they? Well, let's not get our hopes up here. Terrence Marshall is probably the best player. A lot of people actually have Terrence Marshall going. Could they even go for Asante Samuel? He's a good corner. Could people, maybe even Nick Bolton. Um, hmm. I think it's finally the year, guys. I think it's finally the year that Aaron Rodgers gets the help that he needs. I'm going Terrence Marshall at the 29th pick. So some players that have dropped, although ADP, nobody left in the ADPs in the first round. So that's how that is. 
three picks left that leads us to the Bengals. And I think the Bengals, or not the Bengals, the Bills, I think they go with Alojarari here out of Georgia. He's an edge player. He was one of the biggest uh, rise kind of players in 2020. Uh, he's the best speed rusher in the class. It will threaten the edge. Um, and he had a 91.7 pass rush grade. So Aziz Alojari is going to the Bills at 30, which then leaves us to the Chiefs at 31. They need offensive line, and I have this pick specific for them, Wyatt Davis. Wyatt Davis is getting a lot of talk um, about the uh, the Chiefs. And so I think Wyatt Davis is who goes. Now, Leatherwood is still available here. I personally think Leatherwood is the better player. But like I said, there's so much talk about Wyatt Davis going to the Chiefs that I think Wyatt Davis is going to the Chiefs. Okay. Which then leads us to the Bucks. What will the Bucks do with the final pick of the draft? Um... You know, looking at the best players available here that they need, probably nobody huge. I mean, they could always get a safety if they want to. Uh, I believe Jamar Johnson's still available. Yeah, there's only been one safety, but Jamar Johnson's not a first-round pick. Neither is Elijah Molden. Neither is Richie Grant. Uh, so I think this... I think it's Davis Mills, the Brady replacement. I think Davis Mills goes. So that's that. Davis Mills. Uh, <laughs> which then the best player for the Jaguars, they'd probably go for a corner after that. I have no idea. Um, let me just take pictures of the. I'll take the pictures after. Uh, but. Uh, Let's see. They have the mock draft results. They gave me an A-plus for Lawrence. They gave me an A-plus for Wilson. They gave me an A-plus for Fields. They gave me an F for Sertain to Alabama. Okay. They gave me a C-plus for Sewell to the Bengals. Yeah, but what are they breaking these grades off of? <laughs> like, okay. They gave me an F for Slater on the Dolphins. Okay. B-plus for Jamar Chase to the Lions. Uh, Kyle Pitts was a good pick. Trey Lance was A-plus. J.C. Horn and Darisol were both F's. Okay. Uh, Jalen Waddle, A minus. Veritaka, C minus. Quiddy Pace, C. Mac Jones, A minus. Barmore was a D. I don't know about that. Uh, Tevin Jenkins, C. Parsons, C. Devonta Smith, B. Owa, B. Rondell Moore, B plus. Greg Newsom, B. Little B. Morig, B. I think Morig would be better than a B for the Jaguars. Owosu Koromoa, C+, plus. Elijah Moore, B, Caleb Farley, A-, minus. they like that pick. Alojuari, uh, C+, plus. White Davis, B+, plus. Davis Mills, C+. Plus. Yeah, I... I feel like a lot of these are giving me Fs on, aren't that bad. Like, certain at number four is not that bad. Let's see, NFL mock draft. What do they have certain or the Falcons taking? All right, let's, let, like, let's look at the ones they gave us an F rating on. Like, Sertain at number four. Where does this guy have him going? They have Falcons taking Kyle Pitts. Okay, I could see it. They say an F on Rashawn Slater for number six. I guess, I don't know. 
Uh, what else do they have? They have an F for J.C. Horn at 10. Oh, well, the Eagles take them right before. And then the Cowboys go and take Sertain at 10. So that's not even a bad pick. Why are you rating that an F? And then they have Waddle going at 11 to the Giants when I picked Darisong. Okay, I could see it. Uh, Barmore at 16 to the Cardinals. They said that was an F or D. Um, they had them taking Gregory Rosso as a defensive lineman. Okay, so it can't be that bad. Yeah, I don't know. That's that. We'll see how it turns out. I'll probably get like seven of them right. I don't know. This is the longest episode of the podcast, by the way. So thanks for listening. And I will see you guys at the draft.